0: Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two. Now, here's your host, Mario Jr. Thank
1: you. Welcome to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. I'm Mario Jr., a 15-year-old AP Honored Community and Environmental Activist. And our topic topic today is the interview with Miss calvetta Fair, president of the On It Foundation. Wow. Well, we're going to get right into it. But before you know, I love to have fun. So in each broadcast, I have a joke of the day and a great green tip to help you on your green journey. So here's the riddle to the joke. And you know, at the end of the show, I'll give you the answer. Alright, here it is guys, the joke of the day. I know you guys love it because I get so many emails of just people saying, I wish I could have got that one, but here we go. Alright, how do you make the number one disappear? Hmm, okay, that's a good one, that's a good one. I, I was looking up on this one, it was a really funny one, so I can't wait for the fourth segment so we can tell you that joke. But... Alright, here it is guys. This is going to be a great show. So today, EcoFans, I will be talking to a wonderful lady that believes together we can change the world. She's on the uh, front line being involved, engaged, inspiring, and motivating kids and families through technology, building entrepreneurship, and exploring careers in areas of robotics and software apps providing development through computer training to residents in multi-family and public housing and youth at risk now eco fans please help me give a round of applause for the lady that is showing the number 1 rule in going green giving back miss calvetta fair <laughs> so how are you doing miss calvetta
2: I am fabulous. How are
1: you? (laughs) I'm doing awesome, and I can't wait to get this show on the road, so let's go. I can't wait. So, please introduce yourself and tell a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, my name is Calvetta Fair. I'm originally from Seattle, Washington, and I am now reside in the Miami area, beautiful South Florida with the gorgeous beaches, and we are providing free technology and technological skill sets to students K through 12. So I'm very excited to be here, honored, and I want to tell you more about our organization.
1: <laughs> well, that is awesome. Now Miss Cavetta, please tell our eco fans what the Onnit Foundation is and where are you located in, in its mission?
2: We are actually located in Miami, Florida. We are a virtual organization, meaning that we are nationally focused to help all students within the United States. So our mission is basically to provide free donated computers to disadvantaged kids in grades K through 12 that attend a public school or are home school, and they have to receive a free reduced school lunch or come within our low-income guidelines. And also reside within the United States.
1: Wow, that is awesome. Now, so that means you really can get a free computer, a full-fledged, full computer.
2: That is correct. We receive many donated computers from companies and individuals that actually want to go green and it's an awesome opportunity with the age of technology right now. There are a lot of families that unfortunately, still cannot afford a computer. So our organization specifically donate computers directly to the home.
1: Wow, that is awesome. I never heard of a company like that before. I think this is the first time I've actually uh, you know, u- uh, utilized and saw a company that gives away free computers. I mean, they're full computers, so that is awesome. Now, how did your passion for starting the Onnit Foundation come about?
2: Well, I'm originally, like I mentioned, from Seattle. And, you know, Seattle, guess what we have? The number one tech company is, <laughs> who everyone knows about Bill Gates, software innovation. We're also the leader in a lot of startup companies, um, just a lot of innovative projects. And with a passion, I also have in computers. Um, I have a daughter who is now in college um, studying her law degree and at the time when she was in elementary school we I couldn't personally afford a computer back then computers were extremely expensive right I started calling companies that may donate a computer to us because I know a lot of companies do refurbish or they do upgrade their systems and maybe they would donate to a family and a lot of the companies said well miss fair We'd love to donate you a computer, however, you have to be either a school or a library. So I'm not a school or a library um, or a 501c3. So I said, okay, what I'll do is specifically create an organization where the computers can come to our organization, and then we will actually donate them to families in need that have the problem that I did because... My daughter was really not doing well in school because I didn't have a computer system at home where she could do her homework, um, you know, get on the Internet, and right. really be very competitive in the marketplace, specifically since we were in the Seattle area. It's a very progressive uh, area, and just to compete. So that's what I did. I started the Onnit Foundation, and we've been providing computers over a decade.
1: Wow, that is amazing! Now I, we're going to get straight back into it, but first, you're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is it is, is awesome. Now we're interviewing the Miss Covet Affair, president of the Honor Foundation. Now, she was talking before we went to the uh, small break. She was talking about how um, the Honor Foundation came came about. Now it's amazing how um, you took initiative once you found the problem of. Um, you know, family members couldn't actually have a donate a donated uh, computer. You couldn't have one unless you were a library or a school. Now, it, uh, some people might have just was like, well, maybe we can just, you know. You know, you know, you know, tough it out, and we could just wait. But no, you took initiative, and you got your own business. Now that is amazing. I mean, that that is like the number one rule in going green. I mean, you you you're solving a problem that you once had before, and now you're giving back because now you have the tools to help people. So that is awesome.
2: Exactly, exactly. And sometimes I look at challenges are our best means to recreate and reinvent and that's how invention if something doesn't work you don't get frustrated you actually find a way to to alleviate that obstacle so i found a way to alleviate the obstacle and it has just been an awesome awesome rewarding experience for me and such a just a heartfelt passion i just can't begin to explain it
1: <laughs> well that is so awesome i mean that is Amazing, and I love to hear all the different stories of people just helping other people, and it's great to see all the tools that you know human beings can create. Now, have you always known that this world, this this would uh, be a part of your life journey?
2: Well, I'm, an, I guess I'm a natural born entrepreneur. It's like you have that seed in you that keeps you going and wanting to create and reinvent, and the Honest Foundation. It's not only became a passion um, for a need, but as as the years have gone on, and particularly now, with technology in every aspect of our life, right? Um, it's incredible that we really don't. There are a lot of students that are really not up to par, and so right now, I'm more focused on really bringing a lot of the disadvantaged kids and families as well into the new 21st century in regard to providing technology for all and so that right now is also a passion so it has actually evolved into a national mission we didn't start out as being nationally focused and we moved our organization um, which was originally founded in seattle in 1999 the opportunity came where we were able to move our organization to florida in 2007 because of the need, and we've actually been increasingly expanding since
1: then. Wow. Well, you know what? We're going to get straight back into the action in the green and the awesome story, but first we have to take a quick break. So if you would like to have a guest spot on this show, email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceamericakids.com. Also, keep up what's happening in Eco Juniors World. Log on to kidstar.org or Facebook Mario Richey Jr., or tweet me at EcoJr98. Now, let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Voice America Kids.
0: Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases?
1: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
0: Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and you're listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is the interview with Miss Calvetta Fair, president of the It Foundation. Well, before we jump back into the green, let me just give you the joke of the day, and you know, at the end of the uh, show, I'll give you the answer. All right. So here it is. Now, how do you make the number one disappear? <laughs> That's really hard. I mean, you might just have to do like a Harry Potter move and expect a Patronus on it or something. <laughs> I don't know. So we got to give that answer. Uh, two more segments to go, just just to ponder on that for a little bit. But we're gonna get right back into the green here and have some more fun with Miss Calvetta. Now, that and um, it was so amazing, and it gives segue to my top four hard-hitting questions that I love to ask everyone because it tends to be for everyone. So, Miss Calvetta, for the first question for segment two, what does going green mean to you?
2: To me, going green means to recycle product or a service in regards to helping someone or an individual to make it better for them and their lives or the environment in regards to our organization. An organization, for example, or a company donating a computer system is actually going green as well because they're recycling an old system that they may throw away to provide to a family in need that they can get computer skills and also internet connection where not only the individual or the student can learn but we also impact the family within the home. So for example, if a parent or a guardian is out of work, they can go online to apply for jobs. They can get new employment skill sets. Not only will the student be able to get their homework, to get on the Internet. So to me, going green is extremely important for our organization, and being a green organization and accepting donated computer systems actually is the livelihood of our existence and our nation.
1: Well, you know what? I agree, and I mean, it really is. I mean, once you have a computer, I mean, that is, it is definitely a amazing experience, and you really do need that. So that was a great question, a great answer, and we're going to get right back into it. So where do you think Going Green is headed? I
2: think a lot of people are really socially conscious. I know the media is really taking a, a place in either Recycling, um, getting more environmentally aware and conscious of our environment and helping us go green, Um, also invest in becoming more environmentally sustainable. We are actually working on some aqua science projects and some water filtration projects for our students through our STEM program. So we're also teaching our students to be more conscious and more echo green awareness in regards to helping their environment and also participating and volunteering in their community.
1: That is awesome. Now, you know what? I love these questions because everybody's answer is totally different, but every answer is correct, and that's why I love these kind of questions. Now, do you think people can make a difference?
2: It's definitely, definitely. People can make exceptional difference. I think one person can actually make a difference by just being more green as far as looking environmentally to what's happening directly in their home, saving on their water, trying to recycle some of their plastic and paper products, also maybe getting involved with their students' school activities. A lot of schools that I work with actually have green projects and special projects with the parents. And the family can get involved or create your own project. It would be great to create your own project to provide for your community or the neighborhood that you live in. So I think more people are being more consciously aware on their environment, how to save, how so that we can save our world, and also to empower others to be green as well.
1: That is amazing. Now, I mean, in in the saying, one man or woman can change the world, and some people just shrug that off, but that really is uh, true, because it only takes one idea, and that one idea to follow through with it, and it can, you know, one day make the whole world kind of like Bill Gates. I mean, you never would have, I bet he never would have known that his product would have, you know, uh, spread so far and wide through the, you know through the world, so it is awesome and well, I enjoy the top four go green segment, but let's get back into the meat and potatoes of the show. So let's start with <laughs> so let's start with one of, uh, of these questions right here. Let's go. All right, now Ms Calvetta, what advice would you give a young entrepreneur or philanthropist?: Go for your dream, just
2: go, go, go. Keep dreaming and put yourself around those of like mind. I'm a total believer that if you have an idea or project, sometimes people or individuals can get discouraged because they don't have the support or the mentorship or the resources to take an ideal to completion or implementation and development. So it's good to put yourself around those of like minds and just do some research online, maybe get involved with young startup groups or contact your local um, school counselor. Sometimes there are some outside activities and mentor programs where individuals can become interns depending on what project or entrepreneurial. So I myself remember when I was, in the seventh grade. I was 12 years old and in Seattle you had to be 14 years old to work. And I wanted a job. I, I just wanted to work. I wanted to make money. And so what I did is I put an ad in the newspaper, the wow. community newspaper, to say seventh grader looking for work. And I'll never forget <laughs> that one of the uh, um, owners of a used bookstore around the corner from my school called and talked to my mother and agreed that, you know, I can come and work three days a week, and I made $7 a day to actually put the books in and, and put them in alphabetical order. So what I did was I created an opportunity for myself. Right. So you sometimes need to create your own destiny, but at the same time, at that age as well, I was also involved in other small um, startup group companies where our schools had, for example... Um, I can't recall, but it was basically where they taught entrepreneurship to kids and we would create different projects and programs. And that actually put me in contact with other mentors in the Seattle area to kind of help, you know, thrive me and grow, create business plans, develop the professionalism. So that's one of the things that our organization is working with as well. We provide entrepreneurship to kids because we know that we want – there's also another Bill Gates out there in the making, and they may not have the opportunity or the know-how on where to look because of maybe their environment. So we have to take them out of their environment, put them around mentors and those individuals of like mind so that we can support their inventions and we can just have a ton of Miss and Mr. Bill Gates.
1: (laughs) That is so true. And it, it's so pr- surprising to, um, you know, see young entrepreneurship. It, it's really great, you know, to see uh, uh, like kids in kindergarten and pre-K, you know, doing their own businesses. And it's like, you know, I didn't even think about this when I was in, I thought I was just thinking about Power Rangers and coloring and all that oh kind God. of stuff. And these Kids are already on top of the game it's like i I can't wait to see you know kids and you know from that age being having you know entrepreneurship to you know college or whatever like to see where they're gonna be you know what 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 are they gonna be doing you know and what kind of things will they want to uh achieve so it, it really is great just to see it's 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 not just you know the adults it's not just the college students it's like ev- it's every single grade that you'll see you know uh kids doing great things it, it, like in their uh in their community. So it really is great to see that.
2: I totally agree. And it is fighting when you're with an organization dealing with K-12 through students. We deal with very diverse communities. And it's it's just thriving to me, and it's beautiful. I wish we had more to do more, but, you know, we're doing what we can. And I think as individuals, that's why I love this opportunity on this platform to be able to tell others about our organization so they can be involved on
1: a national level. Exactly. Now, you know what? We're going to talk a lot more, but we have to take a quick break. So listen and watch uh, the kids call the game. That's right, sports fans, log on to KidStar.org to get the inside scoop on the teams you love. Now, let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice of America Kids My name is Malin and I'm from San Diego. I host Kathleen the Grapes Magical Hour and here's Kathleen the Grape's magical minute with Michelle
3: Mattia. For one minute, I'm gonna ask Michelle a question, okay? Okay, I'm nervous,
0: go. Okay, um, would you rather vacation at the beach or the snow? Beach. Would you rather read a book or watch the movie? Book. What's your favorite thing to cook or bake? <laughs> What's
3: my favorite thing to cook or bake? Here's the whole interview with Michelle Matia on Wednesday at noon on Kathleen
0: the
2: Grapes Magical Hour.
0: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And our topic today is the interview with Ms. Calvetta Fair, president of the Onnit Foundation. Now, well, before we get back to the green, let me give you the riddle to the joke of the day. And you know I will give you the answer at the end of the show. And that's so close, but we going got to have so much questions here in this in this segment. So let's go straight into it. It's probably my favorite question right here because this is how we first met. Now, Ms. Calvetta, will you tell them how we met and became affiliated with the Onnit Foundation?
2: I would be honored. You actually had requested a computer system. You wrote an awesome letter really detailing your issue without having a computer and doing your homeschool work as far as the um, your educational training is required and needed. <laughs> and also, it, is, it was just really heartfelt, and we get a lot of requests daily, a lot of requests daily via email and phone calls from families all across the country. So that is how we actually um, became associated with you.
1: Now that is right uh eco fans. I had wrote a letter to the honored foundation because man i'm telling you, you like the like the saying you don't know what you lost until you ne- like, like like until you don't have it that was the quote of the century for me like um what happened was I had two computers, one had blew out. Um, a couple of months before that, so we had, we were down to the one computer, and then the screen went out, so we were like, we have no computers now, and I'm telling you, it was like the medieval days. (laughs) I mean, when people say, you know, um, you know, like the world is definitely ran by technology and energy, I mean, that is solely true, because, I mean, I, I couldn't go on Facebook, it was, it was really hard uh, doing it on my mom's phone she has a a, a smartphone so i mean we we were trying our best but it was just like we couldn't do any shows so we definitely were in a in in a rut there we didn't have no way to get a other computer because it was just a it was just a really bad time it was bad timing for a computer to be out so it was really um really great to to do that so awesome. I know it was really great, and we received a Dell desktop computer also and a standalone monitor with a keyboard, mouse, and speakers.
2: Exactly, and that was one of the systems actually donated from a company. We had received very generous donations from companies, and we were able to provide you with a system. You went through the qualifications, and we were able to get that delivered to you. And so that you can continue with not only your entrepreneurial work, but also your school work as well via online, which is very important. So that's a very good example on how our organizations work. And our systems are based on an ad availability, based on availability. So we definitely need those computers donated to us from the companies out there. Instead of trashing them, definitely, you know, provide those systems to the to us, the Onit Foundation, and they also get a tax deduction as well.
1: Wow. Well, the Onit Foundation is definitely a lifesaver because it definitely was a life rejuvenator for this family of the Ridgely family, so it was really great. Now, what does the acronym of Onit stand for?
2: I had been, when I first founded the organization, I wanted something very impactful and something with longevity and I wanted also a really catchy theme like we are on it.
1: You are on, <laughs> it. on it.
2: And I thought of on it and I said well you know it's really opportunities necessary to increase technology and that's what the acronym stands for. And even today after 10 years of our organization being in existence that actual still stands because we still need opportunities and it's very necessary now to increase technology and it's not about getting computers in the home so kids can play video games. It's really (laughs) about getting computers in the home so kids can really learn. Right. They really need to be um, competitive with the workforce in regards to understanding technology Um, safety precautions, the security of Internet, and so we provide all of those skill sets. So we just don't deliver computers. We also provide the training necessary associated with the system to better the, the student as well as those within the home and also those outside because a lot of our neighborhoods, there's one family that has the Internet, and there may be the neighbor. Um, the cousin or the friends down the street and they'll come to the home. So we actually impact quite a few students with just one system in the home.
1: Wow, that is amazing. And that is awesome that, you know, that this is a company that helps everyone. And I love, I love, I always did love that in uh, the On It Foundation. That is awesome. Because, I mean, they really are on it. So let's get right back because you're listening to the Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and our topic. Today is amazing. Now, we're interviewing with Ms. Calvetta Fair, president of the On It Foundation. Now, we just learned what the On It stands for. So, um, we're going to go right back into the questions. Now, what is the On It Foundation's organization goal?
2: Our organizational goal is to become the number one leading organization virtual We want to be able to be a virtual organization, nationally focused, whereas we can actually receive the donations in our facility, reinstall the computer systems and the software necessary so that we can redistribute them directly to the home. We're looking at incorporating an online educational system within our website. So, for example, you're requesting a computer system anywhere in the country. We can provide you a free computer shipped to you. At the same time, you'll have an educational component already installed on the system where you can actually do your training and education, all the curriculum, entrepreneurship projects. And we're going to be starting, actually, in the next two weeks, we're going to be doing live Google Hangout sessions where kids can actually do STEM tech program special projects nationwide, live, real-time. So we have some awesome projects coming about. We also partner with private organizations for building sustainable projects. We have less than um, 10% of our revenue is based on grants. So majority of our, um, on how we work, is basically through sustainability, which is awesome. We basically utilize our strategic partners, Um, in-kind donations, our volunteer, and also for procurement processes. We also do procurement programs. So we're a little different where we know we look at our business of the nonprofit as a business because we want to be sustainable, but at the same time we want to grow our organization so that we can impact more students. And doing that, we need to become virtual and live in real time.
1: Well, thank you so much. I mean, you this is a, a great um, segment. I mean, I, I love this show, and you are such a great guest on my show. You are awesome. Now, I want to ask you, this is a fun one. Now, approximately how many computers have you donated?
2: Over the length of 10 years, I would say we've donated um, at least 2,500 systems. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought this systems well, well, we actually would love to say, I would love to say we donated a million computers. But unfortunately, <laughs> we can only get systems that are donated to us. So we want the companies to be able to donate the systems to us because that's based on availability and our needs. That, and believe me, we have a long waiting list of recipients that are looking for free computers that have qualified and they're looking for their students to get work. Um, a lot of families are phoned. There are libraries, of course, that have free computer access, but they're limited time. And then individuals want to do their homework in the evening um, around their family, and some feel that there's not places that they can go in the evening because of the library hours or facilities that have access to free computers. So. Even if you go into, for example, hotspot areas, you need a computer system to take with you. So we really are vamping up our computer donation. And I just, as I said before, and I'll say it again, I'm so honored to have this to talk about. it so we can get everybody on it within the United States well that is amazing
1: you know we're gonna we're gonna definitely do that so let's take a break here because we're gonna get right back into the uh, segment have some more fun so um, I'm Mario Jr. keep it right here you're listening to the Voice America kids
0: you're 12 years old it seems as if nobody understands what you go through you're not quite a teenager yet but you're definitely not a little kid anymore tune in to life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life Your hosts have some amazing life experiences. And because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel.
3: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids.
0: We didn't invent kid talk. We perfected it, and at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. You you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is awesome because we are interviewing Miss Covenant Affair, president of the On It Foundation. Now, who is ready for that joke of the day and that great green tip? I know you guys love it. So, I uh, and I promise in this segment, I will give it to you. And also, here is the riddle to the joke for my listeners who may have missed it. All right, here it is. So, how do you make the number one disappear? Now... Like, like I said, I mean, you might have to do a expector patronus, you know, like Harry Potter maneuver or something like that. We're going to get right back into it. All right. So, guys, this is awesome. Now, we're going to cover everything that the Onnit Foundation has to offer. So, we have to talk about the robotics. Now, this really intrigued me when I uh, read this, and I, and I love to read about it. So, Ms. Cavetta, tell us the story about the Onnit Foundation's first robotic competition.
2: Awesome. We were, well, basically the Onnit Foundation provides STEM programs. And one of the programs I really, really wanted to incorporate was robotics. And over the years, we had been trying to find space and actual funding to launch our robotics team. And we were able to launch last school season. And it was awesome. Our team, 4592, we were able to partner with MacArthur High School and Ron Callis, who is our mentor of One Firefly, and basically start our first robotic team through the first um, organization. And we entered the first robotic competition, and we had an awesome, awesome time. It was an <laughs> awesome experience. I can't even begin to explain the... Competition was held at the Fort Lauderdale Broward Convention Center. And just to go in there and to feel the energy of all the teams from around the country participating that had created, these are like full, almost And <laughs> It was like, wow, every child has to be here. And so this season, we're creating and launching a community team. And we want a team where everyone can get involved. And we're also doing a girls-only team because we want to focus specifically on girls and getting them more involved on the mechanical and engineering, which is morally dominated by males. And so incorporating these um, two teams to be able to participate and actually compete. And not only that, but also do a lot of community outreach to other of the younger like elementary and middle school. Um, we're working in a lot of school systems in the area to do little smaller projects maybe like with Lego or create robotics. We have partnered with FIU Discovery Lab and we've also partnered with some private organizations to provide mentor programs and to provide doing some community outreach and science fairs and we're always, always looking for Mentors and volunteers, sponsors and strategic partners that not only may want to participate in our robotics program, but our other programs as well. Right. Um, the coding programs, programming. We have music, media, film. We have a gaming program that has just been growing. So there's a lot of other programs within our organization that we really really could use the help to really impact a lot of the students that really want to get involved. And also one important, important thing, all of our services have been, will always continue to be free to our recipients. We do not charge any fees whatsoever. Wow. There's no cost to get involved. And that is something that me, our board, and all those partners that I strongly want to be able to, Let everyone know that a lot of our services and every one of them, even the distribution or the um, programs, we want to be able to provide free services because we know not just in the economy, but our whole philosophy and our mission is about empowering individuals. And to bring a hand up, we got to be able to help them. And sometimes what may seem small to someone else, $5, a mother may not even have $5 to get gas to go to work. So we're understanding of that. We've walked in their shoes, so that's why we will continue, and I will continue to make sure that our programs are free to all of our recipients.
1: Well, that is amazing, and it can—you can tell because your your foundation really has helped me, uh, you know, with my learning and my shows, and you can see that. And and I mean, I wouldn't be able to do the show without your computer that you have uh, given me you know, from the Honor Foundation and with my schoolwork, I mean it came just in time. It was like perfect timing. It was bad timing that my computer went down. It was perfect timing when it came back because I was able to get my work done it right right before school and also my shows. So your honor foundation is a blessing and it is awesome. I can't wait for all my ecofans to utilize your program because it is so amazing, and it really does help lives. Now, also, how can the ecofans connect with you? Is the Honest Foundation on any social networks?
2: We are. We are on Facebook. Please like us, and we are on LinkedIn and also on Twitter. You can go to our website at thehonestfoundation.org, and you can actually just click on our social media links, and there's also a contact us phone and our phone number on the front page.
1: Well, thank you so much, and you guys heard it here, guys. Donate, donate, donate. You know, you guys are gonna be amazing, and I can't wait to support the Honor Foundation, and it's gonna be amazing. I can't, I can't, I just—it's so amazing to me that we're doing this right now, and I can already feel the um, um, just the awesome sustainability that we're going to be partnering up with the honor foundation so and it's well it it is almost time to go and we do and we've been talking about the awesome interview with miss Cavetta fair president of the honor foundation and it's been awesome as you guys know but before we go i have to give it uh give you that great green joke of the day and the the, india great green tip of the day all right, so here it is, guys, the joke of the day. Now, the question was, how do you make the number one disappear? That's really hard. I mean, if you did that, then, I mean, mathematics would just be messed up forever. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, Ms. Calvetta, do you have any idea what this uh, this riddle could be?
2: No, and I've been, like, figure, trying to figure it out
1: all through my interview. <laughs> I do
2: not know what it is.
1: Well, you know what? The answer is add the letter G, and it's gone. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, that's your uh, joke of the day, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, here's a great green tip. Energy Efficiency. Now charge on the go. With so many devices needing to be charged, you can use your commute as a convenient way to keep your smartphones or tablet ready. Your car is ready producing free electricity since you're, uh, since you're already operating the uh, vehicle Use the power it produces to its full potential charge as many devices as you can during your travel so that is a great idea, especially when you're doing those road trips. I always do love those and you'll see my car is like filled with those charges like my mom's phone my dad's phone my, my dad's bluetooth my mom's bluetooth It's like it's like so much stuff, and we definitely do use that every almost every day so that's amazing guys it was a great show with Miss Calvetta. Thank you so much uh, for your time being here. And also, uh, we are thrilled to announce the launch of the Sport on Kidstar UK and VAK program premiering first quarter of 2014. Already several schools are on board and there are more to come. This is very exciting to our partners and of all the Kidstar and the kids channels. Now head to KidStar.org for the full story. Now also, uh, find out our partnership opportunities like adopting a show, banner ads, or audio ads. Log on to KidStar.org or email me at mariojr at KidStar.org. Also, please help my show and all of the VA Kids programs stay on the air. Log on to KidStar.org to donate. Eco fans, I can't leave without saying thank you so much. And I'm able to share my fun eco journeys because of generous listeners like, uh, like you. Now, uh, think uh, that's going to do it for us. This is the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show produced by the kid Star of the Voice of America Kids radio show network. Thank you for joining me. Let's have some more fun next week. I'm your host, Mario Ricci Jr. asking, what are you doing to go green? Thank you so much and bless your face.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive and Green. We hope you'll join us again, too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel.
3: My
1: name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the Kid Star Album of the Month, Here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farmer with Luke, I'm Your Father.
3: Luke tells his buddy solo, riding on a tom tom gonna check on a projector. Around. Smoked by a Look, I'm your father. saxophone from the Kidstar Star Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org.